0: Welcome to the Vichy Mundum Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, you had mentioned that um, Cindy came by to see you the other day.
1: She did. Yes, she did. That is so exciting. Yeah. Yeah, you have a great family, mm-hmm. Tina. Uh, she came by and was like, hey, you don't, uh, you might not know me, but I feel like I know you because... Uh, always you're you're in my room while I'm folding laundry like I am yeah Uh, your voice is coming through the podcast
0: oh yeah she had told me that too she said I feel like I know everybody but nobody knows me
1: (laughs) Uh, I had met her before so you know it wasn't wasn't a first time out of the blue but yeah I you know I love that about this podcast, to be honest yeah. with you, is is the relationships um, that we're able to build and the conversations
2: mm-hmm. that we're
1: able to have. Um, we did a podcast on asceticism uh, not terribly long ago. Me and uh, Andrew Maneric did one, and I had a parishioner who listened say, hey, tell me about this asceticism thing. I was unfamiliar yeah. With, yeah. with that. Um, so yeah, it was kind of, you know, it's kind of cool just to hear different people talk about it and... Uh, and in, in either bring up questions or or at lunch and do another conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, what is funny though, is that we spend about five minutes talking about who knows what in the beginning, and then the rest is when we actually get into the topic. but more often than not, I get approached about the five minutes of the who know who knows what Yes,
0: end. yeah, me too me <laughs> too
1: <laughs> like our our croissant thing really uh
2: really, really yeah, set I'm just going to give out a
0: shout out to the croissant real quick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But I think, isn't that the most natural point, though, for a conversation? Right. Like, to start with that stuff. Like, if I were to approach someone on a podcast, I probably wouldn't – well, I might start with a theological topic, but that's because I'm a nerd about that stuff. But, like, you know, you're going to go with the most natural, like, oh, coffee, or oh, the croissant, or, you know, and then and then from that, maybe you'll start to desire more deeper conversation with – about that topic in particular. But yeah. it's – I mean, that's – isn't that why we have it as a conversational style is, is that desire?
1: Yeah. You know, one thing though that, that I do wonder about, cause we actually, we debated on whether or not to have opening banter uh, with our podcast uh-huh. when we first started Kind of went back and forth. We've listened to some where they, where they kind of have this opening talk for like, <clears throat> excuse me, like 20 minutes, 20, oh, yeah, 30, it goes minutes, on. You know, and whole, then it, it's like, Oh my goodness. You know, are, are yeah. we going to get to the topic? Um, and, uh, and so for a while, I was actually on the on the side of like, no, none of it. Let's just jump into the topic. Right. Um, so I don't know. Like, I, it's it can be hard. I think to find that line between um, frivolity, like uh-huh. frivolous talk, superfluous right. talk, uh, and relational building talk, and like, mm. and what's at the heart and uh, right and and, and, and and like kind of more intimate. Um, relational talk
2: Yeah, it's, it's interesting you bring that up too Because I was talking to Rhiannon recently And I told her that I, re, I really And I've only noticed this in the last maybe Couple of years That I'm not very good at small talk hmm. I struggle with small talk Hold it I,
0: right there, I, Ken I can. Hold it right there for just a second Okay, so around the table I'm just going to make introductions real quick Because I think our topic should be communication hmm. All right Communication <coughs> with others And, uh, and yeah. that sort of thing So we have... Um, Austin, uh, here around the table, Ken and myself, Tina. And uh, I have just named our topic. This is a communication. Day,
1: I have to say, <laughs> Tina is in the driver's seat. But, <laughs> I've never been more excited. But
0: do continue, because I think that this is, uh, communication is such an um, uh, interesting uh, topic because it's something that we all do with each other. Um, and so... Please continue. I didn't mean to. I
2: guess to me it's like it's like that initial point before maybe you can get to something deeper or maybe it only stays at that superficial level. You know like you're mm-hmm. you're in the grocery grocery store checking out and you're talking to someone and it's like, "Oh yeah, the weather's nice outside." yada yada yada, you're done, move on. Um, and I always want like I have this intense desire to get to the heart of a conversation like right away and um and i can i can do small talk if i know that like i'm only going to have 30 seconds with this person right so if i'm if i'm paying someone for my groceries and i say hey how's your day but like if there's even a little bit of window into something deeper about their day like i want to dive into that like i don't want to leave it at the Like, oh, I'm sorry, your day's so rough. No, I said, well, what's going on? Why is your day going so bad, right? Like, I immediately, like, and I struggle if I have conversation with someone who really just wants to leave it at that small talk stage, um, or our relationship has not been built well enough that we're at that point to go deeper. Right. So I really like, it's like, I don't know what to do now because I don't, I, it's almost like I want to throw out like we do in this podcast. Like, what do you think of this, right? Like just throw right. out like, this deep philosophical <laughs> right. question. What motivates you every morning? You right. <laughs> right, Exactly. exactly. And, and sometimes people are all about it and they'll jump right. on board. And sometimes people look at me like, what? Like, why would you ask that question? You know, but I just, I just... I wanna know the depth of it. I want to know the depth of the person and I wanna know um how they view the world. And right. and talking about the weather is not gonna get us there.
1: Right. Mm. So do you feel like you just get kind of worn out with, with uh talking about more tedious seeming things? Yeah,
2: yeah. And almost I, I don't wanna say I don't want to say anxious, um, but just like just wondering if it's gonna go anywhere. Like just feeling like it's like, okay, like, but, how long but, is this going to yeah, go like on how at, long, at this level? Yeah. Like, I want like to talk so about much, something so deeper. There so many or, wonderful
0: things that people have that they can express about themselves. And um, and yet, sometimes you can find yourself in a conversation where it just doesn't go anywhere.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's no judgment on those people. I no. mean, small talk, actually, I think, is a skill. To be right. able to have right. small talk with somebody is a, is a skill. And right. it's one that I... Um, that I think I can do, but I don't like doing. It makes Mm -hmm. me, like, I want to go deeper because I learn a lot from other people, how people see the world and and how they they see Jesus, how God is working in their life, all of these things. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to know what drives them. Really, I mean, you say that, like, what gets you up in the morning, but that's what I want to know about somebody is what is it that gets you out of bed in the morning and gets you to work and gets you to volunteer and gets you, what is it that's driving you? Uh, and i'm really curious about that. Mm-hmm. So, and i and i wonder too and maybe you guys have some thoughts on this and you know your degree Austin is in this kind of stuff in communications and all of that. Like it seems to me that in our in our in the modern technology with emails being very like terse and done and texting and that we're almost like remaining at that level of small talk and informational bites instead of <laughs> like going deeper into the why of someone mm-hmm. do you mm-hmm. do you guys find that
1: yeah i i mean i i see that like i um i have not talked to anybody who doesn't get uh annoyed with emails um you know that just the the sheer quantity of emails uh and the the kind of that pool that they have on you that uh, i gotta you know I, I gotta get back and answer these emails i gotta you know respond to all these people, go through, filter them. And yeah, and it, you know, it gets to a point where it just feels utilitarian. Like there's something you have, Ken, that I need. Um, but it can be hard to, uh, but you know, Ken wants to get to the heart of things. So you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to broach that. I'm just going to get the information that I need from him. You know, like there's, it, there could be an avoidance of the person mm-hmm. um, with, with emails. Not You know, there's practical, practicality to it also, not saying that it's a bad, horrible form of communication, but I think it becomes easy to rely on these things like texting and uh, and email to avoid the face-to-face.
2: And do you think not just to avoid, because sometimes I don't think it's a conscious, like I'm going to avoid going deep with this person, but maybe it's just a, a, it's like a general apathy that takes place. (laughs) Like, like we're communicating all day long but not necessarily about anything deep, and we just kind of maybe i don 't know forget do you think that the, well
0: yeah that i mean it, it, there's it, more? I think maybe it probably has something to do with self reflection you know yeah. maybe people aren't uh, you know uh, it, I, I think I would think it would depend on the level that um, uh, i self reflect or um, pray or whatever the case may be is however deep I'm going to respond to somebody, I think. Um, when you talked about small talk, it made me think of um, my uh, Arabic friends, the family that I'm walking with, because in their culture, it's very much, um, hi, how are you? How's your How's your husband? How's your kids? How's your whatever? And I find that when, um, uh, when one of them uh, calls me on the phone, If I know why they're calling, if I'm expecting the call, I immediately jump into blah, 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 about why they're calling. And I'm always stopped with, hi, Tina, how are you? How's your family? How's your kids? How's your daughter? How's this? Maybe something that happened in the family that they know they follow up on it if somebody was sick or whatever else. And so I find that I always have to stop take a take a breath and then uh say okay it's not just about <laughs> you know how many how it's not, how about I, the it's not yeah it's not no it. i mean there's i would think and mm-hmm. it strikes me because i think they're the only people i speak with who start with that hmm. everybody else i see might say hi how are you you know uh, because that's generally what you say to people when you see them first but very rarely do people say how's your husband tina yeah. how are the kids nobody Nobody ever says that to me, so it always strikes me and gives me pause when somebody says, "How are the kids? What are they doing?" and then receives um, uh, whatever I have to say about them with such joy, you know. Uh, And so I think that some of it's cultural. Like we, we just uh, I think uh, are very fast paced and moving, and um, and we just get to uh, on with the business of things. Instead of really, um... Talking with each other at an intimate level. Beyond that, it's just what, whatever. It just so happens that our work surrounds Jesus Christ, so we talk about Jesus Christ quite a bit. We're very blessed. (laughs) Yeah, we're very blessed in that. But you know, I think of myself if I was down uh, managing the local Target, which I've done in the past, uh, my day would, my conversations there would be centered around something completely different.
1: But there's all, uh, you know, it's it's interesting because there's uh, people. since I, I started working at the outreach office, you know, Mondays. Um, and some of the people, some of the volunteers there, I, I mean, I love spending time with them. Wonderful. Um, but they'll ask, how are those kids of yours, Austin? Yeah. You know, and your beautiful wife, how is she? And, man, <clears throat> I'm like, oh, I love these people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, it feels so good. But you know what else it does? It makes me pause because I do have to think. How is my wife? You know, yeah. I get out of like the all right now. I'm here. I got to take care of this right. task. This task. It's like, you know, just this kind of like, hey, how is that, you know, How are all these people? Right. And it might right. occur to me, oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't touch base with there, and I left in a hurry. Yeah. You know, right. so I'm gonna have to go back like to yesterday and tell you how she was there because yeah. I didn't really. Right. You know, but what it does is it it does kind of what you're talking about that reflection a little bit. Yeah. Like it it causes reflection. What it also does is it um. It has me be more vulnerable because the question is about my family, right. how they are, you know, so it provides me the opportunity to open up to some level of intimacy. You right. Know. Oh, right, that Charlie, right. let me tell you a story that he did yesterday. That kid right. keeps us on her toes. You mm-hmm, know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But then um, because that question was asked, I walk away thinking these are the nicest people ever.
0: Right, you know? right. And I think I, – I'd love that you bring up the outreach office because I think it's also a place where those coming to us in need, uh, when you go uh, – when you sit down with them, they're at the heart of the matter like right now. Yes. You know, telling yeah. you things. There is no um, – there's no um, uh, superficiality or uh, surface sort of conversation. It all goes very deep rather quickly. And and, um, and I think that that's, that's another interesting um, – point to make, I think, is that those that are poor and vulnerable, those that are in need, uh, seem to have a have a desire, a tendency to go deeper a lot quicker. Do you notice that?
2: Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's just um, I'm thinking like, maybe it's it's a sense of how things really are like humility, right? Like, like, they, they they're not they don't have they're not trying to put on a face. Mm hmm. Right? They're not trying to be someone they're not. They're clearly here to seek help, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And so they don't feel that they need to pretend like, you know, uh, how's your day? Oh, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's going fine. And work's almost done, right? Like they don't like, <laughs> why, why have a barrier? You're, you know, they're here just to seek help. And maybe in approaching conversations with people, if we approach them more in the sense of um, what can I receive from this person? Do you know what I'm saying? Not in the sense of what can I take, but like what in Jesus Christ in this person, what are they about to bring me? Mm-hmm. Right, We're going to be a lot more receptive, I think, wouldn't right, we? Right, than, right. than trying to keep sort of a surface level conversation. Um, and I'm not saying that like <laughs> diving into what gets you up yeah, in the morning but still, is the perfect It's, place it's, to still start, it's but. quite
0: fascinating that there's people walking around <laughs> that we know – hardly anything about that we can go up to and elicit some sort of exchange from, and you don't know what kind of exchange that's going to be. There's something that's, um, that's, uh, mysterious about that, intriguing about that, that you would think with so many of us walking around that we would be more surprised and joyful to have these exchanges than to be hiding from them. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we have the ability to yeah. uh, to totally um, <laughs> surprise, delight or,
1: or startle somebody
0: else. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So,
1: uh, my first job out of college, one of my first jobs um, I was raising money for some orphanages in India, and so we brought. I got I get the the uh, the joy and pleasure of spending a couple weeks in India with that job, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful culture. When I hear you talking about the family mm-hmm. you're walking with, a lot of those memories mm-hmm. come back. It's it's excellent, mm-hmm. um, but a very very hospitable people culturally, um, and they love just being in the presence of others. There's billions of people there so whether they like it or not they're in the presence of others but right right um but they enjoy it and they don't really feel the need to talk like they'll just kind of they can just be around you and they're mm-hmm. quite comfortable with that mm-hmm. which makes me antsy when it's quiet too long um right. at any rate we were so two ladies um who worked in the orphanage came over and we did a little tour across the country to try and uh, try and see different churches raise some money and uh, i was driving my um uh, my boss's big suburban across the country. In the first place I stopped, had to get some gas. Um, you know, After a long day of driving, stopped pulling to the gas station and I cannot figure out how to open the gas thing. There's no lever, there's no like little lip for me to grab. So I'm like scrambling all over the car and, the, and then I'm like trying to call my boss and one of the Indian ladies is like, well, why don't you ask someone over there? And I'm like, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> like, I, I get on my phone, I get on Google, and I'm looking up. Like, Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totes. And I'm like this looking is up. so <laughs> ridiculous. I'm looking up, like, the manual. I'm like, how are they going to know? <laughs> All the normal places I've checked, Come they're on. not going to know. This and then, car was in so their country. Funny. Well, no. They, they didn't know. This is in America, what oh. I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> so this is in America. It's in American Suburban. And. And these ladies from India are just sitting there like
0: In America? Yeah. Okay. And they're like, Why why don't you ask
1: someone over there, Austin? And I'm like, I I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out And then finally we I get to my to boss, he America. tells me how to do it and then we get in the car and we start driving, and she's like, Oh, this fellow you won't even ask anybody around him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't awesome. understand it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But I love that interaction because it just oh, struck home gosh. for me. Like, yeah, I won't ask other people because I want to figure it out myself. I don't want to look like foolish. Yeah, you know, I want to look like I got it together. You know, it's, it's funny,
0: uh, this, this, this looking foolish thing. I mean, uh, I, you know, I have kids of varying ages, but um, – uh, it's, it always comes down to, oh, mom, I don't want to look, you know, silly or foolish if I go into this, what, through this door, and I don't know if who's behind it or what they're going to say or what they're going to do. And, and, and the situation I'm thinking in particular is about uh, one of my daughters was starting a job, and she's like, I, I don't won't know what to say. It'll be awkward. And I'm thinking, you know, what – just – just talk, just say. I don't know. This is my first day. Blah blah. But we are so funny about this. We are. When everybody around us has questions and everybody around us is is uh, unsure of you know. Oh yeah. What they're doing, but it's yeah. just it's just interesting. And to even me. in
1: those situations like that, where I'm, you know, I'm in. I think I was in Ohio at this point or something, and yeah. I'm like I don't, I don't know anybody in Ohio. Yeah. You know? I'm sorry if we have listeners in Ohio. It's a great state, but I, you know, but still, I was concerned about like, to ask people, these people what are they going to yeah, think? Yeah, because then they're going to think about yeah. this for the rest like, of their lives. They're not going to think about me. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to forget about it ten seconds after it happens. <laughs> it is hilarious. It is. It's really funny,
2: right? And how foolish do we look in the like in the attempt to try to find how to figure out the gas. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, how, how silly do we already <laughs> look in, like, right. searching everywhere right. for something and then,
1: but, you know. know, and I I think that that just, that's led me to kind of be much more open to to the interaction with other people. Yeah. And it's always, um, and we started talking about small talk, and small talk is, is a lot of fun in a lot of ways. I think you can figure out a lot about a person um, through small talk. Uh, in, in you know, in, in many different ways that people will give you little glimpses and little <laughs> little opportunities to go further. Um, I was talking with the guy at a guy. I had to get a tuxedo um, rental for my brother's wedding. And so I was talking at a guy at you know, a suit store. And um, and we're just going back and forth a little bit. And, uh, and he's like, all right, well, you want to try on this shirt? And I said, nah, you know, just small talk yeah. as we're trying things on. I said, nah, you know, I think I've got one. That uh, that's that same style, so I know how it feels. It's fine. Yeah. He's like, "Why didn't you?" So wait, you're telling me that you bought or you got one of these kind of shirts? Why didn't you get a slim fit shirt? And I was like, "Oh, I don't, because it doesn't really matter to me. I've got a bunch yeah. of kids; they're gonna ruin it soon <laughs> anyway. So you know, I don't care." But it it launched into this conversation mm-hmm. where uh, it really got to much deeper things about his heart and my heart, yeah. and our perspectives on the world that ended with both of us agreeing that what matters most in life is not necessarily the clothing we wear, yeah. but it's our, our legacy and what, and in the amount that we're loving other people. And right. so it started at this like right, opposite right, 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 difference, but then we kind of kept getting, um, you know, a couple points felt a little tense, but then at. I don't know. It opened up to it.
2: Yeah, I yeah. think that's the key, too. I, I don't think small talk is bad in any sense. I mean, just because I struggle with it. You know, I, I do think it's a window into something more, but it can yeah. also stay there. It right? can, it should for, never, sure, for sure. I don't think small talk should stay small talk forever. Like, there's, it can be that window into, you know, deeper questioning. Yeah. Um, but I wonder, too, like, if we've gotten out of practice of asking deeper questions, right, of just asking. Like, when someone says, oh, my day's okay. Like, sometimes my response will be, and I know it annoys some people, but I'll say, so what would make it amazing today? What is it that makes your day only okay right now? Mm. And, you know, because I want to, like, what, give me some more behind the okay yeah. versus I'm fantastic. Mm. Like, and you don't have to be fantastic all the time, but I want to know what's, you know, at the heart of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, So I think sometimes, I don't know if you guys have found this, but maybe we've fallen out of the habit a little bit of how to ask good questions of people. Yeah. Um, because even though like, how's your day going is kind of a, a superficial. Well, and I think question. most
0: people, yeah, don't answer it because they think you don't really want to know. Right.
2: Yeah. Right. You're not really that interested in what's going on. Yeah. 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 Or, or even if we, you know,
1: even if we give an answer, hoping that someone that it elicits a question, like what you said, you know, why isn't it amazing <clears throat> Then there is also a temptation um, <clears throat> that I think some, some people face where it's like, ah, my day's going okay, and it's like, well, I don't want to be around this. Like, okay, right. well, yeah, hope it gets sounds, better. Yeah. See you later. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. Less like this one Got out a problem. Of that one. Yeah. Wow, there's yeah. problems. <laughs> I don't want to be around that. Ooh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, and that, I, honestly, that can be a struggle, particularly if you do have things to do and someone gives an answer like that. There, There's always a decision point in small talk, you know, of where – where are we mm-hmm. going to take this? Mm-hmm. Am I open to allowing this to go where it feels the Lord is taking it um, and where this person is obviously portraying a need? Yeah. Or am I going to put up a wall and a defense and say, I don't want to go there? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know? And I think that some of that just has to do with relationships, like how close you are to the person, how much, you know, what you know of them. Um, if it's, you know, just somebody you're, you just see and you don't really um interact with that much, you, your your conversation with them, I think, might be a little bit different than, let's say, somebody that you speak to all the time. Because if it's somebody that you're close to, um, you know, usually if, if people have things to do, they're like, okay, I got to get out of this now. You know, yeah. they're just up front yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. say, okay, this is it. I got to go. Glad to have seen you, but I got work to do, you right. know, and uh, they'll just naturally say that. But if it's somebody you don't know, and they've, you know, just told you, you know, their world's coming apart, you know, now it's time to, you know, rethink what you're going to, how you're going to recover that next hour. Because, you know, you're, I think, I would think people's place should be with that person, irregardless of what's on the what's on the docket but i think most people don't answer it because they 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 get a sense or have gotten a sense uh through the years that people just really don't want to know mm-hmm. and um and i think we i think in general we don't want to know because we don't want to deal with yeah whatever it is and in in that regard it has over time i think made our conversations more superficial
2: and i think as as christians we are called to ask those questions and enter into mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Because, um, like, look at Jesus, all the people that came to heal him in, or to to ask for healing in Scripture. And he he didn't just, like, okay, here I go, bless you, you're done, move on. Like, each one was a particular encounter. Like, yeah. he would say, you know, like... Okay, do you want to be healed? was one question mm. that he asked of one person, you know. Yeah. And then another person he asks about you know, it becomes something that he's talking with the with the Pharisees about because they're challenging him. And yet another person it's like, you know, oh well I you know, I I didn't come for you and she and the woman, you know, says, Well, I should get the scraps from the table of you know, of, of, oh, of the yeah. person, right? So each encounter was different and unique to the relationship or like the, um, the centurion and, and how he's like, no faith have I seen like this one, you know? Yeah. Like each encounter was a, a particular encounter. And I think as Christians, we are called to not remain, like not mm-hmm. be satisfied because with that person, we are with Christ.
1: You know what I love is that uh, that you hear this question asked all the time. When I see somebody standing on the side of the road that's begging for money, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. I love that question because it's everybody's got a different answer.
0: Absolutely. And
1: <clears throat> but it gives us an insight into I mean, at the end of the day, we're all going to stand in front of Jesus and be like that. Yeah. We're going to be standing with the beggar sign, you know, because that's that kind of like draws us into the reality of this is who I am in front of Jesus Christ. Um, he says all our good works are like filthy rags. You know, mm-hmm. that this is this is what we're left with. Uh, but I love that that we wrestle with that question. Yeah. And I love mm-hmm. like <clears throat> it can Satan will try to make us feel guilty for wrestling with this. Yeah. When we, when we come across somebody and they say, "Oh man, I'm just I'm not having a good day," and you know that person, and you're like, "Oh, this is going to be half an hour," mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> and you enter into that like internal wrestling: Am I going to do this or not? Mm-hmm. Satan tries to make you feel guilty for having that battle. Mm -hmm. Whereas I would say that that's that's some good spiritual warfare right there Mm -hmm. taking place inside your head that I need to battle and put down my own desires for the sake of the other person that um, when we do that, we express love, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's no uh, Satan's going to turn right back around and say, yeah, but you didn't really want to. You were trying to get away. Yeah, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's not worry about that. Let's focus on what we should do and do that and then rejoice right, right. that we have chosen that to love the other person.
2: Well, and I ourselves. think – yeah, and I think there's also an element. There's a lot of fear based around those conversations. Um, like what – like if I ask why their day is not particularly well, where is this going to lead, right? But I, I would say that the majority of times that I've taken that leap – um, and, and taking that risk. And it's, you know, it might seem funny to some people listening. They're like, oh, Ken's an extrovert. Of course he's going to. But it's still, for me, it's just because it's easier to talk to people doesn't mean I always want to, or I always want to take the risk and see where that conversation right, goes. Right, like right. sometimes I don't want to, I just, you know, being an extrovert all the time, you just want to be, you know, get your groceries and go. And maybe I don't want to enter into that person's problems and that person's struggle. And yet when I have taken that risk to see where it leads, it's gosh, sometimes it's been amazing and beautiful almost every time it becomes this encounter piece. And like maybe I see that person again at the grocery store, maybe not. But there was one time recently where God was really calling me to like pray with that person you know, and it was like wh- this would never have come about if I had not taken the risk to go a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. And it's scary again, just because I'm an extrovert doesn't mean that I'm not nervous about it. Like, who knows where I could go, right? It's the unknown, and yet taking a step into the right, unknown right, with that right. person.
0: And when you talk about that, you know, like like many would um, probably um, you know assume about me that um, I enjoy uh, the encounter with somebody who is who is poor or in great need. And uh, and while I do engage in that and. Um, um, and there are fruits from that i i i am the same as you there's there's always at the start of it oh dear god what is yeah. you know, what is going to happen in this situation you know we yeah. had somebody stop by uh, the office the other day with uh, just out of a, a mental um institution and uh, she had been in there for a few days and was a little riled up uh, very excited and um agitated and so um there was nothing we could do for her uh, we didn't. There wasn't. I mean, what she needed far, you know, superseded what we we offer. Um, but the the team sort of told me there's a lady out here, and so I thought, you know, I think, I think she just wants a place to talk. You know, yeah. so I let her come in. We spoke for a while, not to get into all of the the details and the the drama of it. But at the end of it, we we did absolutely nothing for. Her. We could not help the situation. But she left laughing and joking and uh, engaged um, and saying, thank you so much. And I told her, well, I mean, I'll call, you know, the rental office. I'll see what can be done, if we can prevent the eviction, blah, blah. And she said, you know what? I don't care. (laughs) I don't care if he prevents the eviction. I mean, this is somebody who's getting ready to be kicked out.
1: She just wanted to She said,
0: I don't care about any of that. She said, thank you for calling over to his office, leaving a message, and for speaking to me. If nothing becomes of it, wow. I'm thankful that you did that. And she left, and the team was like, "What the heck went on back there?" You know. And so I think that our, I think that the the way that we engage with people, um, the time that we have with them, or even the amount of um, uh, generosity that we show, even with our eyes or our ears yeah. or you know whatever, uh, goes a long, goes a long way for people.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I think some just practical, like if it's not something that is natural or one is out of the habit of, is like just um – trying to engage the curiosity about another. Mm-hmm. Because once you become curious about another, whether it be you know asking yourself interiorly, I wonder what that person's hobby is. or Like, you know, we all have a tendency at times to people watch and wonder yeah. about the other person. Yeah. So then just bringing that into that small talk of I'm really curious. And I've found that even asking some of the bold questions, Matthew Kelly talks about how instead of asking someone what they do for work, he'll ask them what their passion is. And it always, when I ask that question to somebody, they're at first taken aback. Like, what is that question? And then they really start to think about it. And if they do have a passion, boy, it comes alive. Like, they just start, like, talking about that passion. And so, you know, having that curiosity and the boldness to ask the question, I mean, that's that's the first step.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Austin's doing some kind of
1: facial gestures <laughs> yeah, to me, but I, I, there's absolutely, minutes, so yeah. there's absolutely no <laughs>
0: way for for me to give whatever spiel you usually give. That ain't gonna happen. Don't so worry, it's
1: pre-recorded now.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. So there's <laughs> yeah. So I'm tossing it back to him, is what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> well, thanks guys for sharing in some small talk with us this time. And until next time, Our Lady of uh, Carmel. Pray for us. Thanks again for tuning in. We would love for you to join the conversation that we started by sending us an email at vichimundum1633 at gmail.com or by connecting with us on Facebook and or Instagram. And while we love doing these podcasts, we really love hearing from and starting relationships with you even more. I also want to extend an invitation to you that if you like these shows and would like to see more produced by our parish, please feel free to support what we're doing you can go to Our Lady of Mount Carmel's website and give online by designating your donation to BGV. Monthly gifts are especially helpful. Finally, as a reminder, the views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the presenters alone, and they do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. God bless you, and we look forward to talking with you soon.